Hey, Redheads and everyone else listening, I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian, and today's episode is super awesome. You are going to fall in love with her just like we did. Uh, her name is Larson Thompson, and you probably know her from TikTok social media, where she has a combined 2 million combined followers. But if you know Stephanie and I, and if you know the How to Be a Redhead brand, we are all about positivity. We are all about, you know, just having good vibes in the world. And I think it's sometimes hard with social media stuff. We talk about this all mm-hmm. the time. And we really wanted this podcast to be uplifting and fun and really about a lot of just redhead confidence. So there is literally no better guest than Larson Thompson. And not only is she beautiful inside, but she's gorgeous outside. Yeah. So we're just super excited to talk with her. Um, I feel like I definitely uh, have known about her for years from the viral fan video of Beyonce's hit mm-hmm. "Run the World." Girls, I Girls, remember. We run. I remember. World. I know. Girls. I remember <laughs> watching the video of her, and she's dancing with someone else in the video. I don't know her name, but it went viral, and I remember watching it back like seven, eight years ago, whenever it came out. And it's just super cool because we've been following her for all these years since Um, because I remember watching the video and being like, Oh my God, she has red hair. That's amazing. So it's just, I think too, when you see someone online, I think that so many people get um, perceptions about people and like, Oh, that person's probably this. And that person's probably that. And then when you start to talk to someone, um, you realize that it's totally opposite. So I, I think too, you learn so much about someone off of social media and it's not just what's on their social media, right, Adrian, that like defines them. It's like the person that's inside. It's not how many followers you have, but we know, um, talk, talking with Larson that she is such a beautiful person, has such a beautiful soul. And, you know, we just really, really, really have um, nothing but amazing things to say about her. So I think it's always really important for us to have guests like this on who can really just uplift you. And no matter where you are listening to this podcast, or, you know, how your day is, but it's really the positive energy. And talking with someone like her that maybe will make your day even better, maybe will give you the confidence to do something that you couldn't do or um, try something new. You know, she has, she dances, she sings, she's a songwriter, she is an actress. So it's always amazing to talk with someone too that has, that does so much and gets fulfilled in so many ways and at such a young age, right? Yeah, yeah. She started modeling at age 13, and she's appeared in many magazines and publications, Teen Vogue, New York Times, WWD, uh, Harper's Bazaar, Nylon, Forbes. (laughs) I mean, Cosmopolitan, Mm -hmm. the list goes on and on. And you, of course, might have seen her in The Midnight Club, which we will ask her about on Netflix as Julia Jane, which is so cool. And you'll definitely know her from social media. I mean, her TikTok and Instagram is gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Um, My first thought that comes to mind when I think about her page is her long wavy hair, long wavy red hair and her red lip. I know she loves to rock a red lip. So I'm excited to talk to her about that. And I think she's a prime example of what's really cool. Sometimes I think that's the same when it comes to real life and social media is don't judge a book by its cover. Mm, You know, like mm -hmm. when you meet someone, don't sometimes judge them from your first impression of them. And I think 
I think that's when people meet me, actually. <laughs> I think people sometimes think that I have like a really hard shell. And I think it takes a long time for people to get to know me. And uh, I think sometimes when it comes to social media, you can easily judge someone from their social media page. And then you end up finding out that they're like a super great person. And you should have that mindset in life that give people chances and give people... You know, you never know what people are going through. I love when you... I don't know if you've heard that quote, Stephanie, but a lot of people have been posting it on Instagram. Like, you never know what people are going through. So be kind to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's really, really a great a great motto in life and stuff. You don't have it in your new house, but you used to have, what was it? Live, live often, travel often, be kind. Oh, or yeah. What was it? The thing, that thing I made, live often. Yeah. No, travel it, it, often, eat good, something like that. Be kind. There was something about being kind or I thought you had something in your house about being kind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Be kind something and like that. work hard, something. <laughs> Can't yeah, remember. Yeah, be kind, work hard. I think that was like yeah. in your office or something. Yeah, but it, yeah, I think that's really, really important. And I think a lot of people are, you know, you see people like this all the time, commenting in comments, making nasty comments. You see that all the time, you know? And I think you have to really always take the high road and be super kind and be positive because, again, you never know what people are going through. So this is going to be a great way to kick off June and the summer months and all that we have going on at the end of this podcast. We will go into more details about our upcoming launches, our shipouts for the Summer Deluxe Box. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we can't wait for you to meet Larson Thompson. She's amazing. So let's call her up. Now available eyebrow and lash products for redheads created by us, Adrian and Stephanie. Clean, paraben-free, vegan, made in the USA. Discover eyebrow gels and a precision pencil in universal red for all redheads. Mascaras in auburn and brown with a tint of red and so much more. Shop it all at shop.howtobearedhead.com. Hi, Larson. It's Stephanie and Adrian from the How to Be a Redhead podcast. How are you doing? Hi, how's it going? Oh, gosh, I'm so excited to talk with y'all. Oh, my God. Likewise, we've been following you for years. So Adrian and I are just so excited to talk with you all about being a redhead and who you are, you know, and have our audience and our listeners just learn about you. Um, a question we ask all of our guests who are redheads is what was it like for you growing up as a redhead? Growing up as a redhead. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. it's a question, right? <laughs> it's a question. So I feel like when I was younger, I had a lot of insecurity about being fair skinned, being a redhead, having tons of freckles. It was like something I got teased for growing up in school. And a lot of parts of me wanted to always dye my hair and be like, mm. maybe if I changed my hair color, I would fit in more or people would make remarks about my counting all my freckles. And it, it, so I struggled a lot with that growing up. And I'd have to say a turning point in my life was really actually when I when I started modeling, I started modeling at the age of 13 and it mm. really redefined my, my definition of beauty. I, the very things that I did not like about myself, my red hair, my freckles were the very things that they embraced about me and that they mm. loved about me. And it was so eye opening for me to be like, here, I've like wanted to change these things about myself or these things that I didn't like, or that I was so insecure about. And it's really been the 
pivotal point for my career. It's like they loved my freckles all as money as I have. They loved the red hair. Like there's so much to play with with this natural hair color. And I'm like, wait, you like my hair color? Like, (laughs) and they're like, I've always wanted to dye my hair this color. Like the fact that it's natural, that's amazing. And so it, it took time, but I feel like now I'm at a place where it's like, I can never see myself without red hair. I think it's something Mm -hmm. that, that makes us so unique. I believe God created us, um, with no mistake. And I think it's something to embrace about ourselves because if we all look the same, if I dyed my hair blonde or if I had brunette, like we'd be missing out on the red hair in the world. Like we need something different. We need something unique. And I think it's so beautiful. And I think it's something to cherish about ourselves. And, um, yeah, that's really how I kind of began to love it. It took time, but it really was people who saw it as something to be beautiful versus something to like hate about myself. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you, uh, have a hard time accepting your fair skin? Yes. My I did too. I just remember like I'd be at school and we'd have like a field trip to the beach and my way of like hiding the fact that I was so fair, I would put towels like over my legs and my arms. And I would just tell people like, oh, it's because I don't want to burn. But really it was because I didn't want to like be in a swimsuit and be so pale. And yeah. it's like, I look back now and I'm like, I feel so like sad that I felt that way because it's like, we have this, like, especially living in California, it's like the stereotype of being like tan skin and blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, all of y'all are so tan. And I'm like, everyone's calling me Casper. And it's like, how then do you feel confident to want to just like be who you are and walk around confident with pale skin? And so that too was a turning point for me as I grew up. I'm like, look, this is, this is what I am. This is my skin color. If you have something to say about it, like at least I'm going to look good when I'm 50 because I stay out of the sun. <laughs> right. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my mom just told me that. She's like, Carson, look, they can make fun of you and make remarks about your pale skin, but just remember they're going to look very old and wrinkly at 50 because they're sunbathing and you're going to have like porcelain, beautiful skin. And I'm like, Hey mom, thank you for telling me that. And in the, in the encouragement, I will be staying out of the sun and embracing being this pale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's Adrian so and I, Adrian and I are the same when, you know, everyone, I think growing up maybe as a redhead have their, um, their sunburns that they know about and that really we remember. Yes, exactly. Oh yep. my gosh, we're used right? to like the third degree burns, <laughs> yeah. blisters, the whole thing. <laughs> uh huh. And then as you get older, well, this is just Adrian and I. You know, our journey is we didn't really have, you know, sunscreen wasn't really a thing growing up. And then as we got older, we realized that it was so important to not be in the sun and just protect our skin, right? Because you Ooh. exactly what you said when you're fifty you want to look like 20 years younger. <laughs> exactly. It's like even my little brother, he's Mayan. He was adopted from Guatemala. And oh, it's like, cool. we're also very fair skinned. I mean, I have a hundred SPF on, like <laughs> we're at the beach. I'm like, all right, guys, I'm spraying this stuff, like, double, double time over. And he's just sitting there with no sunscreen. And I'm like, Luke, it's just as important for you to wear sunscreen as it is for me. It's like, although you're going to get a beautiful bronze tan, like you still have to guard your skin. 
Of course. Do Do you ever wear instant tan? I do. So I wear, especially when I go to the beach, I do this like Jergens natural glow. It's by mm. one of my fate. I'm like, I actually need to speak about this product because I never talk about it, but people have asked me and it's, it basically just enhances your natural color to give you, and the, the color develops over three days. So it gives mm. you like a natural bronze where it doesn't look orange and it's just enough to where like, you don't look like yeah it's like you have a little bit of tint to you it shows like definition and tone and I'm like okay this is a good product so I use that when I go to the beach or sometimes I'm like I don't need anything I'm like this is me this is how I was made so we're just gonna walk and strut and feel confident yeah (laughs) no I love that everyone listening they should take that advice that's exactly what you should do yeah yeah Yeah. so as a natural redhead have you ever faced challenges or stereotypes in the entertainment industry? Yeah. So it's interesting. I was talking with one of my friends about this recently, but the one thing I have noticed is there is, when it comes to roles or lead roles in a show, you never see two redheads. There's always like one redhead. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. See a lead redhead and then there's a supporting character who's a redhead, but you'll see maybe like two brunettes that are leads or maybe more like a a male, a female and another female, like you'll see three, you know, brunettes, but like you'll only ever see one redhead in in a lead role. And I'm like, how interesting is that? Like, it's that I look at it in like the pros and the cons. Cause I'm like, it should be embraced like any other hair color. So we should be seeing more redheads as lead roles, Mm -hmm. but, or, or at least more than one, but the, the, the pros I see in it is I'm like, wow, they think it's that unique. It's that special that they need one redhead and that stands out for the show. So I see it like both ways, but I haven't really received any, especially when it comes to like the stereotypical redhead role. I haven't faced much challenges in that aspect. I mean, I've played anything from like a mean girl to the most dramatic character to playing my own stunts. Like, a feisty girl, of course, they're going to put, of like, course, yeah. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I'll take it. That's so cool. Like, yes, yeah. um, but I think that's really the only thing I've noticed as far as being a redhead in the business and what I see across film and TV. Yeah. That yep. is so interesting about the one redhead. Cause I'm now I'm thinking about certain movies that I've watched recently that have one redhead as a lead actress, for example, like uh, Jessica Chastain. I just watched a movie with her in it. And to think about, yeah, there's multiple brunettes, a couple blondes, and then her with red hair. Yes. Well, it was so interesting. Like this, um, this last film I worked on, I, we, like we, one of us had to dye our hair. There were two redheads and because there was already a redhead, we had one of my friends, she had to dye her hair and she and was, it was natural, <gasps> natural, but she had dyed it. I'm pretty sure she had dyed it before okay. and she needed to do it. She's like, I'm so open to it. But that has been something I've come across where they're like, will you be willing to dye your hair for the role? And I've, and what's your answer? No. Yeah. 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 I think Jessica Chastain, she won't either. And she just puts a wig on. So yeah, perfect. she did it at the mat. Yeah. Sure. It's like nowadays, it's like, I feel like back then it was like, okay, you have to dye your hair, but with wigs and how realistic they look now, I'm like, just 
throw it away from me. I'll be blonde. <laughs> but I'm yeah. not, like I'm, I'm too scared. I've heard so many just hair stylists I've worked with over the years be like, Larson, don't touch the natural color because it's so hard to get back. And I'm like, okay, I won't. I promise. I yeah. Right. I dyed my hair blonde for like eight years when I was younger. I started in fourth grade. I don't know why and what my mom was thinking, you know, saying, yes, start with highlights. But it took years to go back to my natural hair. Yeah. Years. Remember, Adrian, the journey? Yeah. We started it on she, that salon in Newbury Street in Boston. Yeah, she, she had a really hard time being a redhead because yeah. we were in a school with like everyone was Italian and Portuguese. Our family's Italian. And then Stephanie just kind of wanted to blend in, I think. And then yeah. it was like a freshman year or, sef- or sophomore year of college that you college. were like, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. But then from there, I remember the transition because you need to cut off the blonde and then still let it grow out and then have yeah. the roots. And then while you're doing that, you need to process your hair red to like, so it's not ugly with the blonde and the red. It was a mess for like a few years. So yes, I can say it. Gosh. I can agree with those stylists that you talk to because yeah. it does take years. Well, your hair looks beautiful now and we're all like oh, thank you. sisters. I know. <laughs> I know. We really are. Larson, <laughs> as we're talking to you, I'm like blown away by how positive you are. Like I can just tell like and you're smiling and like very down to earth and like I can just see it all in your body language. Like, How do you stay so positive being in the entertainment industry and modeling and how do you do it? I'm extremely, I, well, thank you so much. I I'm extremely grateful for my family. I have a very, very strong support system and my best friends, they're my core and they keep me grounded and humble. They're like, if we ever see an attitude come off, we are (laughs) snatching you out of this thing. And I'm like, I agree. But I think at the end of the day, I I really, my faith is what keeps me grounded. It's really, Mm -hmm. um, most a part of who I am. It's, um, that's what keeps me yeah, grounded in, in myself and to have an inner confidence and, and to, you know, just be at the end of the day, I think we're all human beings. We all have gifts. We all have talents. And I just think we, we need to be spreading more love and positivity because there's a lot of negativity out mm-hmm, there. I know. And if I can be a voice to encourage and inspire people and, you know, motivate them to embrace their individual uniqueness, then that's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. You know, I, I just think that's so important. I think we need more voices that are, that are speaking out about, you know, in their own insecurities, because we get into this like rabbit hole of social media. I know, I know it's so false and it's so fake. And we're, we're basing our identity off of that. And, and what the amount of comments and the likes we're getting, and that's, what's giving us our confidence. And it's sad because that's temporary, you know, and mm-hmm. I just think we have to, yeah, I just want to encourage people at the end of the day. We need, we need more of it. And it's yeah. not like you don't have millions of followers yourself, you know, like you're speaking from someone who has mm-hmm. millions of followers and you have that mindset. And I think that's great for mental health because I think if you are basing your happiness on likes and comments, it's, yeah, it's, it's not yeah, going to, it's not going to, it's not good. No. Well, and there's so much hatred out there too. Like with social media, I see a, a lot of DMs I get, or even from redheads, a lot of it is comparison. And I'm like, oh, I know. We all have our own individual path. 
It's like we have to, you can't compare to the person next door because their plan is going to look a lot different than yours. And it's not going to look similar in any way. That's why it's like when everyone's dying their hair or when everyone, now people are drawing freckles on themselves. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, yeah. So when girls come to me and they're like, I hate my freckles. I'm like, but look, people want freckles. They're drawing them on their faces now. Like how beautiful and amazing that you were born with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. 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 Well, kudos to you and your family for your, for the way you are. Um, so switching, switching about a lot of, we want to talk about your acting too. So tell us about your role as Julia Jane in Midnight Club and what was it like to work on the show? Oh my gosh. The Midnight Club was such an incredible opportunity. Mike Flanagan, he was one of my favorite directors. I mean, the Haunting Hill House and yeah. to work with him was a dream just to see the way he works and how he has such clear vision for what he wants and the way that that shines through and the way that he directs, the way that he guides us as actors was just incredible. And my castmates, we all grew so close throughout um, throughout filming in Vancouver, just board game nights and on set doing like crazy things. And we all really bonded as a cast. I'm very grateful for that. And to be able to play Julia Jane was such um, a challenge and in an amazing experience, I, to be able to play a flashback character, somebody who's in the sixties and be able to embody that through my hair and my makeup and the fashion. I'm like, I love playing period pieces. Cause I feel like I just can like, it's taking on this like new Larson, this new character. And I think the show as a whole and bringing awareness to the youth struggling with cancer and mm. these diagnoses from a young age and, the amount of pain or grief or the different ways people battle through that is extremely important. And I'm glad that this show brought awareness to it and that I was able to be a part of it. So it was amazing. I'm like, I could talk for hours and hours. about. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's great. You should be passionate about all your projects. So that's, that's super awesome. That's really, really awesome. Thank you. And you can add singer songwriter to your, your resume is that that's, um, something that, you know, kudos, that's amazing. Um, so tell us about your song million that came out in March of this year. Yes. I love music. I've, you know, just growing up dancing in music videos. I, you know, I've worked with various artists like Pink and Katy Perry and Janet Jackson. And I've been in the scene of watching these artists and mm. learning from them and taking away and of what I would want to bring into my own music one day. And I felt like there was a point where about three years ago, I felt confident more in my voice and really what I had to say, because I was like, look, I'm not just going to like be handed a song and sing it. I want my music to be a form of expression, to share deeper, more vulnerable sides to myself. And I finally was at an an age where I was like, okay, I know what I want to say. I know what I want my first song to be. And my first song, Talk About Red Hair, is Roots. It's all about embracing our uniqueness. It's me talking about wanting to dye my hair from a young age and now it being the thing that I love the most about myself. And Million is is um, taking me you through a chapter of a love story. And I just have had so much fun being able to use this as another creative outlet to share my journey and, and pages from my diary and bring them to life through lyrics. It's been really exciting and something new and different that is, um, is really, really fun for me right now. I'm having just yeah. a 
fun with it. And I, and I am enjoying it. And I am in the midst of like planning out a music video for my next release. And that's exciting. I'm like, when I can bring my dancing and like, yeah. And my acting and these things together in one and through a music video and now music, it's like, this is what I love. (laughs) That's so great. That's amazing. What do you you love more? Like, do you love acting, singing, modeling? I know. It's like, oh my God, it's everything. (laughs) These talents. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I, I really, I honestly can't really choose. I think at the end of the day, it's all performing. I, I, Mm, right. All, all in, in art. Yeah, it's all an art and a, way, a form of expression. And I think I always try and tell people like there's so many people that want to like categorize you of what you do and, and what you're meant to do. And I always tell people like never put limitations on yourself. I believe we have so many gifts. And I think if you have the urge and the, and the drive and the passion to do something like go do it. Like who yeah. cares if you're doing this, that and cooking and you know what I mean? Like you can mm-hmm. do it you want. And, um, I'm at a stage right now where I'm, I love the acting. I think it's really, it's this, I feel very challenged in it and that's what I love. And the music. Yeah. Same. Is, yeah. And so I'm like, these two things are right now new, the most new for me. I've grown up dancing and modeling my whole life, but acting and, and music is something that's fresh. And I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. I feel challenged again. And that's really, really what I love. Yeah. Yeah. We were, I, we, Stephanie and I were watching this. Well, I sent it to her, but there was an interview I saw with a neurologist and he was saying that if you keep giving yourself challenges, even in your sixties and into your seventies, into your eighties, just little things, even, you know, things that challenge your brain and you have to think and you get a little nervous or whatever it may be that every year you're less and less likely to get Alzheimer's and dementia. Like that's how important challenges to the brain. It's so important. Wow. So when I heard you say that, there's like a chemistry to it in your brain that really enjoys a challenge. And some people feel it and some people don't, but the brain loves it. That is good to Isn't know. Isn't that cool? I mean, I think that's so cool. I'm like, I'm going to keep challenging myself, even if it's like getting out of a chair when you're 90. You know? Yeah, you got you to gotta keep moving. <laughs> you, do. you have to keep moving. I always tell my mom, I'm like, look, you have to like, as you get, you have to like walk every day. Like I see these. Yeah elders and they're like 90s and they're in, they're walking around my neighborhood and I'm like go yeah like yeah. I want to be 90 and walking you know what mm-hmm. I mean like, yep and it's it's so funny you said that because Adrian and I were in a group chat with our parents and yesterday I saw, yesterday I was uh, yeah and yesterday I was scrolling on Instagram and try not to do it so, but at the end of the day I was like oh I need to catch up on my feed yeah. and it said that I have it right here because I have our, our chat up, Adrian. But a study <laughs> of over 80,000 adults in the UK found that clocking around 10,000 steps per day, um, 51% risk in dementia. So it all, something with, yeah, Alzheimer's, dementia. It's so crazy that we're talking about that. So yeah. we texted <laughs> it to our parents to tell them, you know, they're active as it is, but just to keep walking. And it's so important to keep moving. Adrian and I had a, our great aunt, she passed away last year, but she was 100. So she lived a, an amazing life. And yeah, she, she, always, she traveled the whole world. It was she amazing. She traveled the whole world, but she always told Adrian and I, quote, like, you got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. So we, so listeners, keep moving. Yeah. yeah and Larson, you have to keep doing all of this to like the, you know, to like you're 100. You have to just keep challenging yourself. Oh, 
my one of my dance mentors he's like in his 50s and he's doing like flips still and i'm like wow oh my god be doing that i want to be yeah. here when i'm 50 like yeah wild I used mm-hmm. to be a part of a hot yoga studio before COVID a couple of years ago. And there was a woman in class and oh my gosh, I never walked up to her, but looking back, I wish I did. Cause she was in her seventies doing hot yoga and she would, her outfits would be like these, like these leopard leggings. And she was just, <laughs> I loved the, but I loved being next to her on the mat sometimes because even though she was a little bit slower, of course, than your twenties and thirties in class, She was with everyone, you know, like she never missed a pose. And I wish I had asked her, like, what is your life? Like, like, do you have any advice? Because she was in her seventies and it was amazing to see her. I know. In in a hot yoga studio. She's stylish. Come on. I know. I know. I know. So yeah, it is amazing. So we want to shift gears a little bit and talk about beauty and makeup. Um, we know your philosophy is less is more. So would you say you have a minimalist look? What does your everyday makeup routine look like? I totally believe in less is more. I've realized with, when I look back and, you know, even when I started doing red carpets and the makeup artists, I, my, I look back and I'm like, all of my freckles were like covered. Like Mm. I look, I was like, wait, I'm like, I thought, you know, like it looked I thought it looked good back then. I look back, I'm like, wait, I have so much makeup on. And I was like 16. Like, you don't yeah. even see a 16 year old through that face. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> but I've learned as I've gotten older, I I think the less, like with me, I really, I stick to like a tinted sunscreen on my face. I like do some brown mascara. I brush my brows up and I do like a... A lip tint, like from Rare Beauty. I'm like, I love those right now. They're so good. Um, but I, I, I just think letting our natural, beautiful features shine through is is the most beautiful version of ourselves. And I don't know. I had a friend the other day, and I was the first time I saw her without makeup, and my jaw dropped. I'm like so used to like her eyeliner look, which she's beautiful in, but I was like. <gasps> wait, your eyes pop more. It's unbelievable. Like what, 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 what like comes out of your face with no makeup on? Like, yes. Yeah. Ah, So true. But like your eye color can look different without makeup. Like all these, like I have naturally bleach blonde eyebrows and I get them. Same. Yes, yes, exactly. That's the one thing (laughs) I do tint my eyebrows because I'm like, to fill in is too much work. I'd rather just like have to wake up throw a lip on and then get out the door. Um, but I, it's unbelievable when I have bleached brows, how bright my eyes look versus when my eye, eyebrows are tinted, my eyes look more green. It's super interesting. Yeah. yeah I do love your, your lip color. Sorry, Adrian. I, no, I, no, no, no. We, I we can see you. Obviously our listeners cannot, but I love your lip color. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's a good one. I'm, I literally have it right here. Wait, let's see. This one is the Rouge Coco Bomb Ooh. Natural Charm by Chanel. I'm like, this is just a good, like, natural color to bring out your natural lips. I don't know. Yeah, love it. What are but, your eyelashes like? Are they are they really blonde? They're blonde as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, us too. It, yeah. I love it, though. I'm like, <laughs> I definitely keep the natural blonde eyelashes. I I recently switched from black mascara to brown mascara and I like it so much better. I'm like, I know 
what have I been doing for 22 years? Like, <laughs> so it, I think for red hair, it's like these, I think as you get older too, you find these tones that really fit with red hair. Like I've, I've found with red, we like, like a rusty red, reds look awesome on us. And I found like, yeah colors that have this like more peachy tone to it that that really bring out our freckles i'm like learning so much as i get older of what brings out our 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 beauty and so that's been really fun to play with makeup with right now yeah Yeah. and playing with color i think something that adrian and i have talked about throughout the years but that's something from a personal me to um but i've embraced color as i've got as I've aged, um, yeah. Adrian and I are both in our thirties, but I look back at photos of like my early twenties and it was like, I used to put concealer on my lips, like, or in high school, that was like the thing to like have nude lips. And maybe it was like a <laughs> millennial thing. I don't know, but, yeah. and you, and, um, she's like, what are you talking about? I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, like, Hey, if you're, if you are raised, I mean, well, yeah, if you if grew up in the early you know two, what we're talking about, <laughs> I, know, I know. And then it was like, no lips, but no color on the lips. And no, a good example is, um, and Adrian, we were just talking about this eyeshadows because I have really like my mm-hmm. eyelids, you see them a lot. And not that they like stick out, but I don't know the word. Like I have big eyes, but growing up, I never, ever wore eyeshadow. And then now as I've gotten older, like you just said, Larson, Larson, you, um, (laughs) sorry, my accent again, we talked about this with saying Lawson. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah, that's so funny. Um, but experimenting with color because I never did. And I think I don't know if it's as you just get older, you get more comfortable in your skin, not speaking for everyone. You know, I'm, I'm sure like Adrian's always resonated with her red hair her whole life. And I've always looked up to that, but I love what you said. Cause yes, I, I too am, you know, learning about new products and, and like, Oh yeah, actually a pink shadow eyeshadow that I never thought I would wear. I actually am embracing this spring and summer. Yes. No, it's true. It's like until you try to sometimes I look back, I'm like, ooh, that definitely did not look good with my skin complexion and red hair. But (laughs) I've learned. I will stay away from that. But I think you're right. It's like some things that you think will look really terrible end up looking like amazing. I think we have so much to play with. I think everyone does in their own in their own way. Yeah. 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 Even how you're wearing green right now. I know they can't see you, but I feel like a lot of redheads don't like to wear green, but that's my favorite color in the world is green. Are you kidding me? Green with red? I Some people feel like they, they're in like a stereotype. They're like a leprechaun they're like, or yeah. it reminds them of St. Patrick's Day. That's what we hear. I know. But it looks yeah. beautiful on you with your lip color, like oh your red gosh. hair, your lip color, which we'll <laughs> definitely include in the podcast notes because yeah. it's gorgeous. And uh, then the green sweatshirt. Yeah, it kind of all it all goes beautifully. I'm always like, look, if you feel like a leprechaun, that's freaking awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. such a negative. Like, I'm like, green brings out our red hair in such a beautiful way. It's so wild. But like on every project I work on in film, they always have me in green. Like, yeah. Always. And it's because on camera, it brings out the, the color in your hair. It brings out your eye color wearing green as redhead. So I'm all for green. I'm like, I love trying so many colors, like red lips on us are a mm-hmm. must. I agree. 
a red lip always does it. Pink, like what you're wearing, Stephanie, is gorgeous with red hair. I've noticed purple is really beautiful. Like it can look, yeah, it brings out more red in your. I've noticed that when I wear purple, my hair looks more red, which is really interesting. Um, I know, and it's fun to. Sorry, it's fun to experiment with different shades, like dark plum yeah. purples and lilac purples. Like there's so many different colors, especially with the spring and summer months, you know, I think you're more, more, I'm more prone to wearing like a lilac and a light purple and then come fall winter time. It's all about embracing those jewel tone colors and they look beautiful on a redhead. Yes, they do. I talk like you're talking shades. Like I recently did like a, for Easter, I did like a pastel blue and I was like, mm. oh, oh my gosh. I, think I, I did it on my nails, but I was like putting it near like my face and like my, <laughs> in clothing and it's like a light blue like a pastel blue is so beautiful with red hair i'm like you guys yeah Yeah. and that is a great way to experiment with color if someone if a redhead's listening and they they maybe are shy about or maybe oh i don't know if i should wear this dress that might be too bright but starting with your nails is a great option adrian and i love love getting our nails done and experimenting with colors but it is fun you're right. That's actually such a great idea. Like start with the nails and then like put it on your skin next to your hair and see how you like it. That's a great, we should, oh my gosh, that's a good tip. <laughs> what, what about your like getting, when you experimented the first time with red lipstick, how do you remember? Because a lot of redheads are afraid to do the red on the red. Oh, I was so oh nervous. God. You guys, if I could tell every redhead in the world to throw red lip on, I would you're missing out on life if you don't do this, you guys. You please, please, please try it. Like, I remember, well, I grew up dancing, like, in recitals and stuff. And it was, like, mandatory for one of our... Oh, okay. For one of our performances to or our pieces to wear red lip. So we all had a red lip on. So from a young age, I was wearing a red lip. But it really didn't until I started working with makeup artists for carpets. And they would always throw a red lip on me. And I'm like... Mm is it with the red lip? Like it, like, why does everybody do red lip? And then I look and I'm like, oh, now it's become like my thing because it just, it's so good on us. I'm like, yeah. I think own the red lip. Like it looks so good. I, when I, I see a redhead on the red carpet with a red lip, I marvel. I'm like, yes. perfect. Mm-hmm. Looks yes. gorgeous. Love it. <laughs> and then I tend to head to that celebrity makeup artist Instagram page. Cause then I want to see what shade it is. <laughs> I do the exactly. same thing. Exactly. No, there's so many good red lips. I think you have to try it. And I think there's also mm-hmm. this like beautiful rusty red on us that has a bit of an orange, not mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yes. darker orange side, not the bright orange. Right. It's like a rusty red, and it's like it almost matches our hair color in a yeah. way. It looks amazing. Please, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, I re- I'll never forget the first red that I really tried after college. We we moved to New York City, Adrian and I, and we lived together. And Lady Danger from Mac. I don't know if you've ever tried it. Yes, yes, it's so. It's a classic. I mean, it's a classic. Yes, and I tried that for the first time, and I can't remember. I was shocked when I wore it. How many compliments I got, and I remember it took a while for me to embrace it because it is such a bright color, but. I still stock up on it when I run out because yeah. it's a staple that I'll always have because it's so bright, but I, I love it. I know. It's so good. And that's the thing with a red lip too. Like 
for those who don't really like to wear makeup, like I sometimes I'm like, I just like if I want to just not wear anything, I'm like, okay, throw some sunscreen, the brows. And then if you just do a red lip, there's all you need. Like I even keep the bleach Mm -hmm. blonde eyelashes and eyebrows. I'm like, and you have that red lip. It just, it does something with us. (laughs) Yeah. I've been doing that on my travel days, actually, is just putting a red lip on. And I Mm. used to never do that, but now I I get that. It makes me feel put together, but in two seconds. And I just put my hair back and I have like maybe like two swipes of mascara on and just red lipstick. That's it. Yeah. That is the trick, I swear. (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. And we have to ask before um, we started this interview with you, or having you on our podcast, um, it you said that you went to Jerusalem. So did we have to ask? Did they stop you for your hair and skin? No. So I actually no. was shocked because I one day was looking around and I go, "You guys, just so you all know, I haven't seen one redhead here." And mm. as I said that, I am not even lying with you. A redhead was crossing the street, <laughs> and I'm like. I go, guys, I've not seen one redhead. And I look in front of me to the crosswalk and there comes a redhead. I go, oh my gosh, gosh. but how weird. But no, it was very interesting. Like I didn't, no one like said anything, which I thought people were going to be like, whoa, I've never seen anything like this. But there was none of that, which um, was good. When I went to Ireland was actually the most at home I felt in my life. (laughs) That's so (laughs) funny. I had never felt so like I was telling who I was with. I was like, look, you don't understand. I maybe see like, like maybe one redhead every two days. Like I don't see a lot of redheads. Like I live in California and I barely see a redhead. I'm like to be in Ireland and see groups of people at the mall that are all friends and they're all redhead. I'm like, really? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Please go. You have to go like as a redhead, have to go to Ireland. And we also have a convention out there that I just found out about. Oh yes. Yes. So what are we Stephanie's been, I think. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Years ago, years ago. But I honestly, I wasn't obviously the, yes, the convention of all redheads, but in Dublin, I don't remember seeing a lot of redheads, but maybe it was just the day that I was there or maybe I wasn't really looking around. But yes, it's on my husband and I, we want to go to Ireland, you know, soon we talk about it, but I, it's an easy country to go to, too, because it's just, you know, they speak English and we're on the East Coast. So it's easy to just go hop, hop over there, I want to say. But yeah. it is going <laughs> yeah. to be interesting when we go over there to see yeah. how many redheads like maybe we should start counting. I don't know. I feel like though in Europe they embrace they do. Like, I notice when I'm in Europe as I receive they embrace me a lot more than they do in America. I feel like they love my pale skin, they love the red hair. It's like I feel like oh my gosh, like getting a compliment like that is so it just makes it makes you feel a bit more confident. Like okay, wow, I'm so used to people making remarks about it and this is something that you're like think is beautiful I and know. That it's wild. I know. That's why I was wondering if like they're super accepting in Israel. I'm like, I'm, I bet they are. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely didn't feel any like weird, like no one looked at me. I like so pale. I'm like no one looked at me or said anything. Like, 
<laughs> we didn't ask this, but where did you get your red hair from? So it comes from my great, great, great grandma. Oh my gosh. Wow. You know that far back. Okay. Yeah. Like my mom's jet black hair and my dad's. <gasps> so I like, so weird. So wow. they were shocked. They were shocked when you were born. They were shocked. Well, actually, when I was born, I was born a towhead. I was bleach blonde. And um, I had um, jaundice. I believe that's what it's called. Jaundice. Yeah. Jaundice. Oh, okay. I was like tan skin and a towhead. Bleach my hair. Oh, my God. I have a tan baby. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so I was in like the knee queue for like – yeah, they needed to put you under light. 100%. And, and, yeah. As I was in there, I my hair started going more strawberry blonde. Wow. You know, I just met a redhead the other week. And I went to college with her, bumped into her where I live, which is so crazy. But yeah. she was telling me, which I thought was so interesting, that she was born with brown hair. And then it didn't start turning red until she was a toddler. She was outside and her mom she said, my mom kept looking at my hair in the sunlight and saying, there's no way that your hair is turning. And then by two or three years old, she said that it was all red. And I thought that was, and she's a redhead. I mean, super bright. So I think that's so interesting how, I don't know. I would think that she would be born with red hair, but it turned. I know now she, I mean, she is a redhead. So it's, it's fascinating how, what happens with the gene and what happens with p- hair pigment, Adrian? We've t- we've shared yeah. that. Larson, on- would you would you date or marry a redhead? You know how some redheads wouldn't. Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like I. I, mean, I know it's Adrian. Adrian's husband's a redhead. <laughs> no, it's like really? it's like the craziest thing. No, that's why I ask everyone because I always <laughs> said I would never date or marry a redhead. Like I would never. And then of course, like I fell in love with my husband, right? And. Now he's starting to get white hair and I'm like so happy about it. I can't wait for him to just go all way. <laughs> Cause I'm so we were we were traveling recently and someone was like, Oh, it's almost like your brother and sister. And I hate that. Like I cringe. I hate they that. Some people don't that. care. Some people don't care though, but I hate it. I that's actually though amazing. And the fact that you were like, I will never and look who you fell in love I know, with. I know. That's beautiful. I don't know. I have a weird thing with it where I'm like, I always am like, looks aren't everything. Like it's about the heart. I always mm-hmm. say that. And although attraction- Which is very true. Yes. Yeah. And it's great that you know that at such a young age, I think. Yeah, it is true. I'm like, I, attraction is a big thing. You have to be attracted to who you're falling in love with. But I don't know. I Personally, I probably would say no, but like- you never know. It's like, look at you, Adrian. Like, I don't know if there's a redhead I come across and he's steals my heart. Then, hey. Yeah, it could be Prince, like a Prince Harry. Exactly. <laughs> it could hey. be like Ed Sheeran. I feel like both of them are obviously, they're redheads, but they're both very different. Yes. And I think like, it's Ed Sheeran's hair, maybe because it's longer and it's more grown out, but he was a judge on American Idol recently. And I was just looking at him on TV the whole time, like, wow, like his hair is really red. But then oh, it's not really red. It's really red. And then Prince Harry, maybe it's because he shaved, he, it's not it's short. super long. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think because Ed, you're right. He looks like super red, but he also to me is like a big teddy bear that I could like, yeah. I want like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, it's that's amazing though, Adrian. I'm like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Josh, and now that, that we've we're been married, <laughs> we, we've been married almost 11 years. And sometimes I totally forget that both of us have red hair. Like I just completely blank on it, you yeah, know, because I'm so I used to forget. looking at him. Like I I'm so used to looking at him. Yeah, his beard is like brown. Like when it comes in, it's like brownish. Um, but but his yeah, sisters no, have red hair. His sisters have red hair, and uh, they're great testers when we're when we're going out with the product. I'm like, I'm just going to send it to all five of you. I but love it. Yeah, Wait, no, I know it's so crazy. And the first thing he ever said to me was, "I I'm a redhead too." That was what he said to me, and I was like, "Oh, like <laughs> don't <laughs> don't say that to me." <laughs> But then, I don't know. And then, then he won my heart. I don't know. Oh, I love that. Wait, but where did y'all get your red hair from? Your mom, dad? Both sides. Both sides. Our both grandmothers uh, had red hair. And then our dad had red hair. And now it's gray or white. I don't really know like what color his hair is, Adrian, right now. Is it white? Yeah, it's, it's white. Yeah. It's white, yeah. But he was a redhead. And it's so crazy because... He's Italian, um, and it's his, his other three siblings are all olive skin, brown hair, black hair, yeah. And then he was the firstborn, and super fair, freckles. I mean, he does tan. I will say, I think that's the Italian side, but red hair, red hair. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I think that they. I think I asked mom recently if she was surprised that we if she was surprised that we had red hair and she said no. So maybe they yeah. were expecting, you know, it. expecting it because they both knew that they had the gene. But it is crazy when you see, such as yourself, you know, you see parents with dark brown hair and then they have a redhead. You know, we, we have that in our family where our cousin had a baby. She's now eight or nine and they're Italian, olive skin, brown hair, and their daughter is fair and bright red hair like 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 Ed Sheeran white, like Ed Sheeran red yeah <laughs> yeah wow. so it just comes out of do people think that she's your mom with jet black hair Larson um yeah because we have similar features mm. so okay okay yeah I think they just obviously think oh it skipped a couple it skipped a couple generations <laughs> somewhere yeah um, do you have any other siblings I know that you have a, a brother so I have an older brother who's my biological brother. He has blonde hair. Okay. He's like not – there's no red in him. It's so interesting though. People are always like, where did this redhead – red hair come from? I'm like, oh, it's like great, great, great grandma. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. It's fascinating how the wow. gene just traveled and yeah. then went to you. It, it's remarkable. Because it also – they say – so, okay, so – one thing I've been interested about with red hair. So the gene works. So if I marry somebody who has the red head gene, mm-hmm. my kid be- will be a redhead. Yeah. Could- yes. I think okay. it's a hundred. I think it's a hundred percent chance if you both yeah. have the gene. Yeah, but you both have but to you have both, the gene. You, you both have to have it. Yeah. 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 Like my husband, I have two kids, and my husband's okay. grandmother was a redhead, and our kids don't have red hair. So it, I. I think that means, right, that he doesn't have the gene. Yeah, he didn't get the gene. But they oh. could have the gene, right? From you. Wow, yeah, yeah because your kids could have the gene. Yeah, from you. 
Yeah, yeah. But they obviously won't know until they have children later in life. Yeah, it's fascinating. Wow. I know. It's so wild to me. I'm like, I just, when they're saying we're going to go extinct, I'm like, no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, know. I don't think so. Especially the way, look at it popped up in your family generations later. So. No, no. We talked to that that um, professor from Australia. Yeah. And he said, no, there's no way. There's no way that we could extinct. We're not going anywhere, he said. (laughs) Thank the Lord, because I'm thinking we all need to be finding somebody with the gene then, because we are not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. I feel, Adrian, I'm speaking for you too, but I feel like we could talk to you forever. Um, So... We want to end asking you, can you share any upcoming projects or collabs that you're working on currently? Yeah. So I I have a film that's coming out. Our, actually, our date just came out, which is so exciting. But I have a film with Sony Pictures that will be coming out in theaters next year. Oh, my gosh. Oh, congratulations. So I am so excited. So <gasps> congrats. June, in 2024. Okay. Um, it's called Horoscope. It's a very like thrilling. It has horror. It's a very, very, I think it's really going to connect to the, to this generation. And it's a really exciting one and an exciting project. Great people, a part of it, such a great cast, these incredible directors that are up and coming and going to do incredible things. So I'm like, I can't wait. So that's something I'm like, we just got the date like two days ago. So it's like perfect timing. And I'm like, wow, countdown begins. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh my gosh. We can't wait to follow you. I mean, we already do on social, but to see your updates about the movie. Oh, thank you so much. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And right now I'm just, I'll have my next release for my song in probably July or August. So I'm just like looking forward to that. I'm like putting all the pieces together right now before release and the music video. And there's a lot of planning being done right now. So I'm excited for that as well. That's so cool. I love the ambition, Larson. I mean, that's so awesome. I know it, it, I can tell it drives you and it makes you so happy. And now I know why you're so positive because you're so fulfilled in life. I can just tell. Yeah. Oh, that means a lot. Thank you. That's so nice. Well, just keep doing what you're doing. And we can't wait to stay connected with you. And congrats on everything. Me too, y'all. Now we're like sisters. I'm like, yes, now we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wild. Every time I see a redhead on the street, I somehow feel we're related. So I like, yeah. look, like it is a secret club. It is. And I'm always like waving. You it's wave. Weird. I love that I you wave. wave. You wave. <laughs> I I, I feel like wave. I should wave. I saw I was at um the grocery store the other day and I saw a redhead in the bake good the baking aisle and she looked at me and I looked at her. I feel like I should have waved to her or or asked her what her name was because oh my gosh. she looked we, at me. Like we it have was, to start this. It, I know. <laughs> because there's such an awkward tension where like they notice you're a redhead and there's yeah. like look y'all give each other, so you might as well be like Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so funny that, you're so great you're i'm definitely so gonna great. do that next time <laughs> you have to do it i'm telling you it's 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 become my new thing and people think i'm weird and i'm like okay if you don't want to wave back it's fine but at least you you know that i see you and you see me and we are in this together yeah i love that oh my gosh amazing <laughs> thank you so much for joining us larson thank you
Now available eyebrow and lash products for redheads created by us, Adrian and Stephanie. Clean, paraben-free, vegan, made in the USA. Discover eyebrow gels and a precision pencil in universal red for all redheads. Mascaras in auburn and brown with the tint of red and so much more. Shop it all at shop.howtobearedhead.com. By far, my favorite guest so far. I know, I know. It's hard to say that because we've had a lot of great guests. I know, guests, I know. We've had is... a lot. Yes, we have. But she was just amazing. And I, I think I, I really felt that, like sister vibes. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Like and we were vibe, joking. Like if we had a third. Yeah, and we were, <laughs> yes, if we had a third sister. And we were joking that we took away from this that you should wave at other redheads, wear red lipstick and walk more. <laughs> Those were my three takeaways. <laughs> yeah, we could all use that. We could all use that. And I... I just loved, I just loved uh, that. I love that she has 2 million followers and continues to be as humble as she is. That I is know. a life That's lesson. That's amazing. That no yep. matter where you go in life and how many people are like, I'm sure she hears it all day. Like, you're so gorgeous. You're so perfect. You're so great. And she's still the most humble mm-hmm. person. And she really blew me away by her kindness. And I think that she's an example for how all humans should be, you know, yeah. humble, kind, and really excited about life, you know, giving it her best every day. She has so many talents and she chooses every day to put herself out there and look at now she has a new movie coming out next year. So for everyone listening, you have to keep following Larson and enjoy all of her content. Of course, we will put her Instagram and TikTok into the podcast notes and always head to the podcast notes because we are avid with always putting in everything in there that we talk about. Yeah, so it's time for question and answers. Daily, we get an array of questions from social media, comments, emails, DMs. We thought it would be fun to bring these to our podcast. So we'll answer a few. Um, and if you have any questions, email us at h2barpodcast at gmail.com or DM us on TikTok and Instagram. Our handles how to be a redhead. So let's get right into it. The first one's from Abby on Instagram. And she wrote in saying, how do I reduce slash conceal redness on my face? Which mm. is a really great uh, question. I think that it's something that we get asked um, quite often. I think that it just comes down to figuring out, is it redness from irritation or rosacea? Because it is very different. And then actually going off the color wheel, if you're red, you want to use a green. So maybe Mm -hmm. using um, a green primer to reduce the redness helps is what I found. Yeah, green is great. And I think what would be great for this is we'll drop in about two or three articles in the podcast notes about some of our favorite products that you can use to conceal redness. And we are, uh, for me, I have a lot more redness in my skin than Stephanie does. And I'm always battling redness. My redness is just my skin. It's just sometimes red. And I think some redheads face that. And so I will just simply put on a tinted sunscreen. And for me, that takes away my redness and just kind of gives me a really great flawless look. But if you, again, like Stephanie said, if you have more of rosacea or you have to know the triggers that come with that, you know, like red wine, spicy foods and know what's causing redness and also wear sunscreen. I think I noticed that when I'm wearing my tinted Mm -hmm. SPF all the time, I have so much less redness when I take my makeup off. So we'll drop in some great, helpful articles because this is a really, really common question amongst redheads. Yeah. And the next question is Lisa from Instagram. She said, 
are any other redheads upset about the new version of the little mermaid? She isn't a redhead. And I think that's something that Mm. we've talked about on social. Um, I'm personally not upset one bit. I think representation is so important and it's a new generation. It's a new time in, um, you know, with this little mermaid being released. And I think it's amazing. I think that it's truly amazing. I think, um, the actress that's playing Ariel is so talented. Um, she oh was, my rec- God, I can't wait to just hear her vocals. Yeah. Um, my husband and I love American Idol and they just, a couple weeks ago, they did a Disney episode and oh. they, she wasn't on stage singing, but it was like, she was singing somewhere on the Disney set, I think. So they had her on and she sang um, a whole new world and your, my mouth was just, in awe of how beautiful she and talented she is. So I can see some redheads are upset, but I, I think it's amazing. I think too, I think the word, like I, uh, the way that the sentence is, is phrased too. She isn't a redhead. And I know amongst the natural redhead community, that's part of Mm. how to be a redhead. And that's Stephanie and I understand because we're natural redheads. And so you have a really, strong connection to that word redhead because you feel like you were born natural and everyone needs to understand that like it comes from your head and Mm -hmm. you need to recognize that that word is only for natural redheads but with the way that the world has changed and progressed i think that that word redhead can be used for people who were meant to be redheads or have great by choice color in their hair and i have a sister-in-law for instance who has blonde brows freckles fair skin and she looks great with red hair and naturally she has brown hair and so i just think that there's a lot of people who need to really kind of changed their perspective on redhead, just like Stephanie and I had to, that not all redheads, quote unquote, are natural redheads. And I really love actually that Hallie, Hallie, who's, you know, playing the main character of The Little Mermaid, that she is like, yeah, not a technical natural redhead, but they did pay homage to Ariel and she does have shades. She does have a shade of red in her hair. And I love that. I think that that's so cool. And it's so mermaid like. And yeah, I agree stuff. It's all about representation. And there's a whole new generation of people who are going to see her. And I love those viral videos of, you know, you see the girls who are like, yeah, oh my God, like she looks like me. She looks like me. And if you're a redhead too, I could obviously talk about the subject for a while, how great it is to have representation. I mean, Stephanie and I were grew up in the 90s, early 2000s, and we didn't have one redhead Barbie doll. We didn't have one redhead anything. Everything was blonde, Ken and Barbie, you know, Mm -hmm. and we would have killed to just have one Barbie that looked like us. And so now imagine how that excitement for us now, like when we see a redhead Barbie or whatever, how excited we get. Imagine like a new generation of people who are now seeing this new Little Mermaid. So I think it's just amazing. I agree. And the next question is from (laughs) Cheyenne on Instagram saying, what's the best makeup for strawberry blondes? Obviously, finally have brows and finally have lashes, but... Obviously. Um, yes. But we talk about this a lot. I definitely recommend going on howtobearedhead.com and typing in strawberry blonde and all the articles will pop up in the with you searching because there's you can't really say what product... You know, it, I think it varies. Is that strawberry blonde, fair skinned? Um, 
certain complexions, oily skin. There's just like dryness, sensitivity. There's so many different strawberry blondes out there. But we'll say, you know, definitely check out our shop where um, we have eyebrow products and mascara products in amazing shades, universal shades for redheads. Yeah. Every single day we get a question either on our online chat or through our email or through DMs about being a strawberry blonde. And Mm -hmm. when we created brows and finally have lashes, we kept strawberry blondes in mind, of course, and all future launches, we will continue to do so. So if you're wondering if our products are great for strawberry blondes, they absolutely are. And you can go to our product pages, scroll down to the reviews. And we have great videos of redheads who have strawberry blonde hair rocking our products. So definitely go there, give it a spin, and then even look at our Instagram and TikTok. And you'll be able to see that we try to represent all different kinds of redheads. So redheads, this was an amazing episode of one of my personal favorites, but want to help us spread the news about the how to be a redhead brand in this podcast. Please give give us a five-star review and tell your friends, redheads and everyone else to subscribe. You can listen to this podcast directly on our website, on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to look at the podcast notes to find links with some of the products that we did mention and so much more. Rock you like a redhead. 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 